Welcome to Live in 20-something. If this is your first time listening, I would like to say thank you. And for my returners, welcome back. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about taking care of yourself while supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. Today, we have Kelly Post the founder, the CEO, and mental health coach for Black Millennials Mental Health. Welcome, Kelly. Hey, Tanisha. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. I'm truly, truly honored to be here. So thank you for having me. Yes, we are super honored to have you on this episode. Um, And I really think that this is important to have a professional just give us some advice and just tell us how we can handle this situation while supporting the movement. Um, Before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, of course, of course. Um, So I am originally uh, from St. Louis, the metropolitan area, um, and I uh, graduated from Lincoln University of Missouri um, and uh, later transferred, um, well, went to Prairie View A&M University for my master's degree in counseling. Um, in human science. Um, and I began uh, Black Millennials Mental Health in 2020 um, of this year. And um, we just got um, approved to be a, a official business um, earlier this year. Um, super, super excited about that. Um, but yeah, so um, that's just a little bit about me. And I, and I do mental health coaching, um, not only for um, just mental um, health services, but I also do college planning. Um, in just life after college planning um, and family coaching as well. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just a little bit about me. Well, that's awesome and congratulations um, for your business. Thank you. And I was like, yes, we need something like this. <laughs> now who the person was behind it, I was just seeing it. And I'm yes. all of this, cause we need something like this. And then I find out that was you. I was like definitely all in. Um, so uh, congratulations on Thank you. the business. So it's an LLC now? Yes, it's an LLC. And, we, and we're consistently building, um, building, you know, for the community and things like that, you know, hopefully um, to become um, an employment source for um, some of uh, people in, people in our community. So that that's definitely the overall goal to be able to give back, um, you know, and create better things for our community. Yes, I am here for it. Congratulations. Thank you so much. So um, before we get to the questions, I know why I asked Kelly to be a part of this podcast is because I wanted to have a professional on to give you guys, you know, some advice and just things of how we should handle it. Uh, because I was becoming really angry and it's just, be, I've been dealing with this all of my life. Uh, I know Kelly has as well. And my family, like everybody around me has been dealing with this. And just for it to be on Bunch Street for like a week and everybody riding and everybody speaking their opinion, whether it's the, in my eyes, the right one or the wrong <laughs> one. Um, so I was just becoming very angry. And then it was people that were speaking out that used to do certain stuff that wasn't, you know, 
supportive of the black community or yes. other community that was in their race and I was seeing them speaking out and it was frustrating <laughs> so this is the reason why we're gonna come together and try to figure out how can we not not re- retaliate in a negative way or just grow hatred in our hearts so the first question is what are your thoughts about the black lives matter movement Completely, completely understand. And, and, and first, I just want to validate, you know, everything that you um, share with me, because, you know, we we are we have been living um, this life, you know, since we've been born, we can't take our skin off, we can't take our color off. We, you know, whenever we wake up, go outside, you know, in the world, this is who we are. So, you know, you have every right and, and your family members, you know, have every right to be, um, you know, feeling this pain and this anger, um, you know, that's contributed from from all the uh, the chaos and all the um, police, police murder, um, assassination, how whatever pronunciation everyone, you know, just wants to put on it. Um, you know, it, it you have every right to be, um, you know, furious and, and, and hurt by these things. So I definitely want to acknowledge that. Um, and just how I feel about the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, so I believe that the, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement um, is an imperative imperative aspect to um, of leadership to our black community. Um, I definitely want to uh, point out that, you know, it was founded by three black women um, and, you know, it started on social media just from hashtags and that's, you know, they're definitely um, a part of history in changing the, um, the stratosphere for black women. Um, you know, achieving, but the Black Lives Matter movement, um, I, I definitely believe is an important uh, part of leadership for our generation. Um, and, you know, they're advocating for freedom and liberation and justice for, for all Black people, and not just in America, but all around the world. Um, and, you know, they've been the front and forelines of um, these protests. And um, anytime, and not just these protests, you know, just over the past uh, decade, you know, um, just starting with Trayvon Martin, you know, they've been the forefront of uh, the protests and, um, you know, the, the liberation for uh, the Black community. So I, I, I definitely support um, the Black Lives Matter movement and along with, um, of course, you know, Black Millennials Mental Health and uh, BEAM um, is also a great organization who is um, a mental health there. Uh, BEAM stands for Black Emotional Mental Health um, and their collective that offers mental health services as well. So, um, you know, there, there's a definitely um, a plethora of um, mental health services and mental health awareness that, are, that is becoming available um, and accessible for our communities. And I think that, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter definitely paved, helped pave the way for that to um, be happening now. Yes. Um, and I think that's, just having the black the mental health part of this is going to break barriers and cycles that we've been continuing to just bring on for the next generation in our community. Um, just, definitely. Um, so I personally, uh, I agree with you. It's just the Black Lives Matter movement is changing a lot. And it's yeah. changing things that people before us have was still fighting for and 
and it changed in a matter of a couple of weeks. You see different things like the correct Confederate flags being removed in certain locations and yeah. um Juneteenth is becoming a holiday and certain you know, companies are recognizing that. And in just a matter of a couple of weeks, all of this has changed. Yes. And I think that we've been saying like enough is enough and we're not gonna tolerate it anymore. So I think I thank God for this pandemic. Um, I don't know if yes. they played a part in it or what, but Most definitely. I just I just think just how everything has been moving and um and thank you for bringing up the people that started it. I didn't know it was three black women that started the Black Lives Matter with the hashtag. Um yes. and that speaks value itself um right there. So yeah, that's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Of course. Um, so the next question is, how do you think people in general are handling it? Ha, ah, that's a tricky question. Um, <laughs> um, but it's a great question. Um, I, in general, um, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, we have to look at, um, you know, what's been normalized as, you know, okay, that what's okay to, um, how to approach things and how to handle things and how to feel about, um, you know, all these different um, acts um, of civil rights that are being, um, that are taking place, um, you know, during these few, um, during these couple months. And, you know, I, I just think that, you know, um, everyone, and especially, you know, after uh, the, the, pandem- the pandemic and, you know, just being, um, having to be in quarantine for at least two or three months, um, you know, so I think that now what we're seeing is a kind of new response um even though you know we've we have had protests um you know we we've had looting so as i was saying um yes i i I believe that um just from the the isolation and um everything from the pandemic um it definitely created um a new kind of response um to social injustice and police brutality um, an assassination for um, for not only black people but for everyone across the world. Um, we've seen protests on every continent now. Um, you know, from Philippines, from the Philippines um, to you know all of our home countries of you know that have African descendants and um, Europe and the UK and everyone. You know, so um, you know we're seeing a different response to. Um, Black Lives Matter, um, you know, in general, in this police brutality. So um, I, I think, you know, the communities are um, seeing um, and feeling different um, levels of anger and pain. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, pain comes first because that's the that's the first, you know, emotion, the hurt that you're feeling and, you know, the how it, how it is projected, you know, you know, feeling that anger or feeling um, you know, the sadness or feeling, um, you know, just different ways and how it, how it has been displayed um, through uh, protest, looting, um, advocating for legislation, um, just many different ways, you know, that that is, um, I feel like, a difference because for so many years, you know, um, I, I feel like um, a lot of people have suppressed those feelings, you know, it went from... Um, Oh, you know, yeah, I have, you know, maybe having white, uh, black friends, um, a couple of black friends to, 
um, you know, getting out there and protesting and actually standing for uh, Black Lives Matter. And, you know, I, I believe that the wave of social media um, definitely has a huge influence on that because, you know, we have um, these videos and this content that you can relive. You can keep watching it over and over again. Um, it's at, you know, it's at our disposal, right at our hands with something that we're looking at every day. Um, and I think that, you know, that has had an impact, um, a larger impact um, on everyone um, and how they are, um, you know, handling and dealing with um, everything that is going on. Um, and I want to definitely um, just um, shouting out just the different generations that um, um, I see that are stepping up and making a change, you know, um, start, starting uh, from, you know, baby boomers um, and beyond um, to, you know, the gen Generation Z is getting out and walking out of class to start protests. Um, you know, the, and millennials like, um, you know, the baby, even though he raps about, you know, uh, a whole lot of different levels of uh, black life. Um, you know, he, he definitely released a song called The Bigger Picture um, that, you know, expresses how he feels about um, the Black Lives, Matter, black Lives Matter movement and everything that is happening within our community. And, you know, he definitely depicts, um, you know, the protests and uh, unity and community. Um, on his video when he's, um, you know, talking about and rapping about um, the social injustice. So I think that we're learning how to adapt and heal together. Um, and I, I'll say learn because I feel like I say relearn because that's something that, that has been in our community from the beginning since we touched these shores. Um, and before we healed together. Uh, we heal by telling stories, passing them down. We hear by, um, you know, mentoring the young, so the youth. So I think that, you know, this, even though, you know, we had the pandemic, we were, you know, um, quote unquote, locked down because I, I point out, I love to be, <laughs> I love to be like, have that space to myself, my safe space, um, you know, space that I can work and be free in. But I do believe that, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. And, um, you know, this, um, allowed for the world to truly see why they were standing still, why we all were standing still, truly see, you know, what uh, disparities that uh, we are facing as Black people. So, um, yeah, I think in general, people are, excuse my language, mad as hell, but um, you guys, are, everyone has the right to be. Um, that video um, of George Floyd and many others that we have saw very vivid, um, you know, no one, no one uh, should have to experience anything like that um and you know all of the uh, all of the other responses you know like you and I agree with you you know some people are saying this some people are telling people how to feel um you know it, th there's no way you know how to feel about seeing something like that and um you know it, it, it's it's really important that I feel like that you know we just listen to one another during this time um and not just try to tell each other how to feel um about um, you know, just just anything, any any type of adversity or any type of um, hurt that we may be feeling during these times. Yes, definitely agree with you. Um, you said three or four important things. I know you said um, healing, um, coming together. Yes. And 
I think that all of this is going to bring us together. Whether if some people like it or not, it's just going to be forced upon them to just to realize that it's not it's not one's world. It's all of our all of. Mm -hmm. So I really think that this is going to force people to really, and it's like you don't even have to like us. You you don't, but you're going to respect us and exactly and respect comes in different shapes and forms and when you see me it's, it's respect me and and I like that when I was a kid my mom was like well they don't have to like you but they're gonna respect you and this exactly is, <laughs> you know your little friend or whatever but now it's like that little singer just sticks with me you don't have to like me but you're going to respect me yes I think that this movement is demanding the respect that we deserve and we've been deserving this forever. Um, Absolutely. And and telling people how they should feel, how what sh they should say and all of that, that all plays in a part. And I have to keep reminding myself daily, don't think negative, don't think anything neg <laughs> negative, just yes. positive because um, I just don't want people to be on social media with this mm -hmm. and live by every day um understandable <laughs> way bigger than social media so if anybody can take anything from what's going on is just to live by every single day and don't rely on social media to give you a platform to make you feel as if this is what you're really supporting because it's all in the heart um, exactly you really feel is going is going to show no matter how you try to hide it um what you feel in the heart is going to show out loud so I really just hope people understand that just work inside don't if you really don't know and you say also said learning um yes. if you really don't know this is a great time for you to learn like just even in the black community we don't know a lot about our history yes and I always put we because I'm included in that like if one don't know we all I feel like we all don't know so it's a exactly that we as a black community need to go learn about our history because everything's been whitewashed forever. Um, and then just everybody that's not in our community needs to learn about the history. And, mm -hmm. and once you know about the history, I feel like you're going to have a better understanding of like what you're actually fighting for and what it actually means to you versus, you know, just doing something, just a thing. And don't make this a thing. Make this a, a lifestyle. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's my two cents on that. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't agree with you more. And I, I just to piggyback off of you just a little bit. And you know, it, it is in a really, really important time because there are a lot of um, entities in play here. Um, you know, and everyone is not for you know for Black Lives Matter, not for um, the advancement of Black people. Um, and, and I agree. I completely agree with you. You know, it, this is a great, great time to learn about your community, about your people, um, about how you can really play a pivotal role um, in this change um, and not just, you not kind of just going with the flow, um, kind of just, you know, just going off of social media. And, you know, it, it's important for you to play a part, but it's also important for you to, you know, understand and learn what exactly, what part exactly can you play uh, the most essential role in. Um, and, you know, just, I, I, I completely agree about you. So that's my two cents on that as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So the next question is, what are some ways we can take care of ourselves while supporting the Black Lives Matter movement? Most definitely. That's a, a great, great, great question. Um, so some uh, ways that um, we can definitely make sure we're taking care of ourselves while um, supporting um, the Black Lives Matter movement and um, any other uh, organization that um, you all may be in and, and, and plugged into um, making it, you know, just full circle. Um, there's a different, I feel like there's different aspects to, um, you know, making sure that we take care of ourselves, of course, and mm-hmm. social media definitely plays into, <laughs> and plays into our lives. We can't, um, we won't deny it. You know, it is a part of our lives. We're on it every day or, you know, even if we take a break from it, you're still, you know, taking a break is still present within your life um so I think that it is important to um learn how to unplug yeah. it is okay to step away like <laughs> it's okay to step away um like I just said you know the videos and the content that is available to us now um you know we don't have to wait for the the newsman to you know ride by on a bike and you know throw it at our door we don't have to wait for that you know we don't have to wait to go to the library and get our information no we have it accessible right here in our hands um but you know it it plays a big part on our mental health and um you know just our the way that we think um and and there is a lot of, of violence and a lot of you know disparity and a lot of um things that are uh, available to us now and that it's accessible and that we can see that it's going on in the world. And that creates a lot of anxiety at times. It can create anxiety, it can create depression depending on what it is. Um, So I think that, you know, once it's important to recognize when you're feeling overwhelmed, um, you know, by the content content that you're seeing every day um, and knowing that it is okay to just, you know, cut off the phone for a while, um, you know, just step away from social media. If you have to move all your apps to the last screen of your phone and just <laughs> operate off those, you know, those those first couple of screens. Do what you need to do um, to making sure that you're unplugging, um, unfollowing um, different platforms that may be uh, harmful to your mental health um, or physical health, emotional health, um, and making sure that you know. Um, I know that. Right now, um, black women are the top um, educated, um, I guess, class uh, right now um, as far as uh, being most educated, um, starting uh, having the most entrepreneurs um, in America right now. So I I do want to speak to my ladies, my black entrepreneurs, um, and, and of course, my men as well. Um, But I I do uh, think that it is important that we stay uplifted. Um, as mental health professionals, as um, entrepreneurs um, during this time, because, you know, we are um, getting an influx of business. We're getting an influx of um, questions and things like that. Um, So I I do want to encourage you guys to stay uplifted, stay encouraged. You know, it's important not to compare your life and what's going on um, for you to other people. Um, because that creates anxiety as well. So we know, you know, that there's a lot going on. You see it on your news feed every day, every day, uh, all day. But, um, you know, just stay encouraged, stay uplifted in what you're doing. Um, you know, if you feel like you are, you know, doing completing your purpose, you keep walking in it and, you know, just don't worry about what the next person is doing. Um, 
and that's just for like social media. But as far as like mental health and physical health, um, I definitely believe in checking in, um, doing mental check-ins, whether it's with your um, organization, with your um, healthcare provider, your therapist, um, you know, any, any support system and support group that you have. And if you don't have one, you're definitely welcome to join Black Millennials Mental Health. Uh, we have free membership um, on our website. But yes, making sure that you are checking in and you have somewhere, a safe space to check in or a safe person um, to check in with to debrief. Um, you know, it, we have to wear so many hats as black people, um, you know, to be to make sure that we're safe. Um, and, you know, we, we want to be able to take that that hat off, take that coat off when we um, are, you know, in our safe spaces. And I think that that's a really, really important aspect to start implementing and making mental health a priority um, is creating these safe spaces for each other. Um, you know, you not being judged and you can just be free and say, you know, really speak on how you want to, uh, on how you feel about different subjects. Um, making sure that you get your sleep. I know we were just um, in, in um, quarantine for a long time and people probably just been sleeping away, but um, you know, making sure that you set yourself on a routine uh, with your sleep and your diet, making sure, you know, you're ingesting good food, good and healthy foods um, uh, throughout the day and throughout the week and, and just taking breaks, as I said, you know, stepping back when you need to um, and checking in with your mental health providers uh, when you when you need to as well. And even when you don't need to, you know, we, we love to hear from you, love to hear how your day is going, love to hear you know, how you are growing and nurturing and taking care of yourself through this, um, through these adversities and tough times. Yes. Yes. Thank you for that. Um, I'm, I have bad anxiety and get anxious a lot. And social media is just at the tip of your fingers. So um, I'm yeah. giving yourself, even if, you know, seven hours a day or whatever, that's a lot. <laughs> seven, you're like, okay, today I'm going to do it six. Um, it's all about making small steps yeah. and towards the right direction. Um, so if you are the person that's addictive to, you know, social media, and I'm just going to use, say, social media um, just because right now I have two uh, devices on my hand in my <laughs> Um, as we're doing this episode and I know I had briefed off and got on social media and I've been addicted to social media since quarantine so yes, yes. <laughs> make sure you know we are taking a step back and um, not be on there as often as we would like to just because it's everything is on there like you said we can just go to social media for information um, yes, and don't have to wait on the the newspaper and all of that good stuff. So, yes. yeah. So, how do you think that we can come out of this stronger mentally, mentally stronger? How do how can we come out of um, quarantine? How can we come out of you know this Black Lives Matter movement stronger mentally? Most definitely. Um... And that's a that's definitely a, a great question. Um, I, I think that, you know, um, we have, like you said, you know, we have been um, in quarantine for um, 
a while now. People have stopped even counting the days. <laughs> um, but it's it, it's been a while. Um, and I think that it's important that we do, um, you know, just take the time and recognize, like, you know, woo, that was stressful. Like, we've never had to um, experience that in our lives. We've always been able to, you know, just get up, go, um, not, you know, really too worried about um, getting sick or anything. And even though we were alive during Ebola, um, again, you know, it was affecting more of the, um, you know, older generation or um, those who had preconditions um, to different illnesses. So, you know, we, we weren't really truly affected by that um, too much. But um, I think that it, it is important during this time to take that step back to understand how you felt about it and, and look at what you did, you know, during that time and, um, you know, just, just assess that. Um, and also bridging the gap um, within the generations, um, you know, just bringing them together. And as I mentioned earlier, um, you know, it, it's important for Black people and, and how we have done um, over over time. You know, we share information by, you know, just telling stories and educating um, the youth um, on certain situations, I'll say. Um, and, it, and And I believe that it needs to happen more as far as with, um, you know, our experiences with the police, our experiences of racism um, and social injustices. You know, we, we can't be afraid to educate the youth, um, you know, about what is happening to us and, you know, um, not how to feel, but, you know, giving them that space and giving them that safe space to know that they can come, you know, um, whether it's home or, um, mental health professionals, you know, giving them that, that space to know that, hey, it's okay to talk about this. You don't have to, you know, feel alone, um, you know, when you're going through this, because we are, we are a community. Um, we, are, we are going through this together, and we'll fight for you um, together. Um, and, and as um, the founder of uh, Black, Li- uh, Black Lives Matter movement, uh, Alicia Garza said, you know, it's important to stand for something during this time. Um, and that's one of the best things that you can do right now best ways to support um is join um you know a black supportive movement right now um you know join um you know just become an affiliate um even if you know even if that's a volunteer um you know we 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 can definitely use it we need all the help and mentorship that we can use in our communities um and i think that you know that will help um start bridging the gap and helping um create our community again. Um, as I listen to a lot of podcasts and um, I read a lot, everybody's just like, what are you doing? I'm, I'm always just reading. Um, but um, I listened to uh, Dr. Uh, Umar Johnson um, and he's super, super um, educated and professional about his platform. Um, but uh, he, you know, just speaks about just the different, um, the different things that we need to kind of attack in our society um, as we grow and as we try to come out of this more mentally strong, we need to um, learn how to strategize, um, you know, what what is our next movement, you know, because like you said, you know, the, all the all the protests, all the, all the, uh, the writing, um, the advocating, it can be tiring, you know, and that's and I feel like that's what happened in the past. You know, we've put so much energy in one thing, in one movement, and then it's like, okay, well, now, you know, we're tired. <laughs> that was a lot of energy. Uh, we need to, you know, recuperate, which is 
completely okay. But um, you know, as moving as we move forward, we need to um, I think definitely learn how to strategize better so we won't be so mentally drained um, mm-hmm. from one you know from one big thing. Um, and there's many different hats and many different um, roles that we can play. Um, and, and I was just speaking to one of my line sisters about this the other day. Um, you know, I think that it's important that we respect and we understand what roles that we play um, in this movement. Some people are the protesters. Some people are that those, you know, those Malcolm X's, they're out there speaking. Um, some people are the uh, MLK's, you know, that they're advocating behind the scenes. They're creating policy. They're creating that type of change. Um, you know, and I, and I think that it's important that we, as a people, step back, you know, and just, hey, you know, just accept that, um, you know, everybody can't play every role. And it's not, and and that's okay. (laughs) And that's okay. We don't want everybody to play every role. You know, we have police, police assassination going on. Of course, gentrification has been going on for, since we got here, um, you know, um, in building our communities, uh, miseducation, mass incarceration. Um, And and most importantly, and what I'm a a pivotal advocate for is access uh, to mental health. And physical health, um, and not just, um, I'll say, not the equivalent to white people, but what's um, best for us, what, what mental health, what uh, therapy approaches are best for, uh, you know, Black people and African Americans, um, because our therapy and our, and our form of mental um, health is not going to look exactly like <clears throat> uh, white people's, and that's important to understand during this time as well. Um, so I, I definitely uh, think that, you know, making sure that we're standing for something, um, you know, you're getting plugged into these, all of these different um, black p- platforms. And of course, I always encourage people to do your research, you know, making sure that, you know, what you're supporting is truly what you support, um, you know, uh, and, it, and it, definitely if you're contributing money, um, contributing um, your time into these these places, uh, believing believing in them, you know, um, you know, just do your research and making sure that you are, um, you know, investing in something that you believe. And um, lastly, I just want to um, just mention, um, I I think that one way that we definitely can come out of this stronger um, is making sure that we include. Uh, the generations, the past generations that are, are still here with us, um, like baby boomers and that the generation before them, um, because, you know, they do play a pivotal role in um, the youth life, um, you know, grandparents and the aunties, the favorite aunties and uncles and um, all those important um, people, you know, we have in our family, they play those pivotal roles to our children. You know, they teach them what they've learned um, in the past. Um, so I, I would just want to acknowledge um, how they have, I've, I've seen and witnessed um, a lot of, you know, the, uh, our, our past generations, our more seasoned generations helping and stepping up, um, stepping out of those mindsets um, that they may have been raised in um, to help the youth, to help us as millennials, to help this fight. Um, and um, I'll quote um, Alicia uh, Garza again and. And she said that, you know, it it seems like, you know, that generation is not just passing the torch. They're helping them ignite the fire um, to what is now, you know, 
our civil rights movement. And um, yeah, I just, I just definitely want to give acknowledgement to them and thank them for that. Yes, thank you. Uh, definitely appreciate all of that. And I know that listeners appreciate that as well. Um, yes. We do have to bridge the gap. Yes. Stronger, we have to bridge the gap. Because um, the baby boomers know things that we don't know, experience things that we don't know. We might can do it a lot faster and quicker. Yes. Um, <laughs> the wisdom behind everything. Um, and wisdom and knowledge together is powerful that we can't, you know, come between or even mess up. So, yeah, that is definitely important for everyone that's listening right now. Make sure you get a baby boomer. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, just work together. Like, okay. they're not right, always right. They're not always right. But I'm telling you, you can come up with something and nobody can mess it up. Um, but the last thing is, what advice do you have for the black people? Um, and as I was writing this down, I was just thinking like just for black people. But what advice do you have for black people, white people, Hispanic people? What people in general? What advice do you have? Most definitely. And I'm and I'm just glad to hear that, you know, you was just over there pondering just about it and you know, um and I think that that's a great way you, you know, you restructured the question. Um because this movement is it is it does include everybody and everyone is you know speaking up um i was actually having a conversation with uh, one of my friends from the philippines he make me call him cj y'all he think he's so hip <laughs> <laughs> but um but you know he was just telling me um you know one checking in on me to make sure you know just to see how i was doing and i completely appreciate that um but he was telling me i'm um, sharing with me about how they are um, stepping up to help their uh, the people, uh, the black people in their community um, in the Philippines. And, you know, he was saying, you know, just um, expressing how, um, you know, he disapproved of everything that was um, going on um, with per- police brutality um, and just the injustice for black black people in general that has been going on uh, for years. Um, but, you know, he, he told me that they are, um, his community in Pacific, uh, particular, they are um, having, um, I guess, like semi-block parties um, and they're blocking off the streets and having um, potluck um, and inviting, making sure they're inviting, um, you know, all the black people from the community and feeding them and gifting, um, you know, blessing them with gifts to let them know that they're important and to let them know that they, uh, you know, that they do see them, that they are recognized and they are accepted and that was one of the most incredible things I had heard, um, you know, just from um, some somewhere that it's not in our country. Um, you know, even though, you know, black people are on every single country, by the way, everybody, if you don't know, we everywhere. But <laughs> just to hear, you know, how they are, you know, stepping out of their other uh, comfort zones, um, not caring about, you know, what... Um, backlash or scrutiny that they may receive from showing, you know, coming together as a community and showing love to black people. They're not caring about that. You know, they're just caring about the love um, of showing another human being that they are, they matter, that they are accepted. And I, I definitely believe that that's something that we should definitely adopt in that spirit of, um, you know, making sure that we are looking out for one another um, and supporting one another, you know, whether it be, um, you know, through um, 
supporting the, the different platforms, um, wh- whether you're protesting, you're advocating, you're making change, you're making rules, um, you're recruit, uh, rec- uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, um, re- uh, correcting yourself from something that, you know, um, you may have said in the past um, or, you know, just just admitting, you know, you're wrong, um, you know, to to different people that may, you know, that you may have hurt along the way, um, whether that be, you know, black, Asian, Hispanic, um, you know, whatever race or creed, um, that, that means a lot to us, you know, saying, I'm sorry, saying, you know, I do recognize your pain and, you know, I may not never be in your shoes, um, but I, I am here standing with you, you know, I stand with you in, um, you know, solidarity, um, and, you know, I am here in person, in physical person, so I think that, um, you know, that, that that's definitely something that we should adopt as an entire country. Um, that's the first thing. Um, the second thing is investing in black leadership mm-hmm. in businesses. Um, so over the, the course of what, the, the 70s, 60s through the 80s, um, you know, our a lot of our black leadership was wiped away. <laughs> assassinated, sent away, um, in jail, imprisoned, um, despicable uh, things, um, you know, that happened to them. Um, And I personally don't believe that that was done on on accident. Um, So, you know, that kind of left that that baby, that generation of baby boomers um, leading on, you know, down to us, um, you know, kind of left us a little bit unarmed. You know, because we did, we didn't have those leaders. Um, So, um, which is why I definitely always give credit to Black Lives Matter. Um, Like I said earlier, because I do feel like they're imperative. um, They play an imperative role to the leadership in um, in our civil rights in our in our in our communities. Um, So I think that you know, investing into our 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 leaders and in our businesses will help uplift us and um, you know start. Um, helping us and guide us to a, a, a better um, way to be a community because, you know, over, over, over time and over the years, you know, from being um, scrutinized from racial uh, discrimination and systematic oppression, we, you know, we have, some of us have lost that sense of community and it's just the hood. Yeah. And um, <laughs> just to be real. <laughs> and so, you know, it's, it, and it's no love in the hood and, you know, from where we from in St. Louis, that's been said. You know what I mean? Like we, that's that's just how you grow up, and a loving hood, and or you have to join a gang or different things like that. You know, different um, things to find a different love. But um, I do believe, and I encourage. You know, with us investing in our black leaders, our investing in our black uh, businesses, we can bring that love back <laughs> into the hood. You know, and make it a community, and I, that's a big that's a big step. It's a big step. Um, but I, I do believe, you know, um, if, if we truly and genuinely support each other, not scrutinize each other, um, that's why a lot of black people are kind of afraid to step up as leaders because, you know, we get so much backlash from the community. And I'm sorry to digress, but just the other day, <laughs> we, you know, we were on Black Lives Matter movement. And then, you know, the whole thing with Beyonce playing I don't even know. Like, it, it, you know, it was just like, it was like so much happening. It's Beyonce playing some role on a movie or X-Men or something like that. And, you know, it just kind of easily distracted us. Um, and, you know, it, it's, 
it's okay to step back and want to laugh, you know, just get, you know, just enjoy life for a minute, especially with all this uh, content going on. But, you know, I, I think that it's important for us to support each other, you know, despite how you feel. Yes. How you feel. Yes. Um, <laughs> You know, and I tell people all the time, you know, I'm, I'm just like, Diddy, you stay around me too long. Like, I have you believing you can do anything. <laughs> 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 I, I will. I, I promise you, I will motivate you into doing whatever you want to do, whatever you believe you can do. And that's how we have to support each other. Period. Um, <laughs> yes, it, it, it's no, it's no, you know, no doubt about it. If you want to you think you want to start a business, um, you know, even if it's cleaning shoes, you know, we got you you know we got we support you because we, you know we walk around shoes every day you know getting them dirty and, and it's it's just the small things you know just to um making sure that people are feeling supported and uh feeling loved by their uh by their own people um and lastly i think that um the last piece of advice i'll give is um just making sure that um we um in that support, we are accepting people for um, who they are. Um, and that that means, you know, what, what strengths and weaknesses that they have. You know, everyone, like we said earlier, everyone can't play, um, you know, every role. Everyone can't be the CEO. Everyone can't be, um, you know, the, the writer. Um, every, everyone can't be that. You know, everyone can't be everything. And I think that it's important for us to um, respect that and accept that and and not only do that, but cherish that, use that, you know, let that motivate you, you know, um, and right now, you know, I know um, I'm not, you know, the best, um, like, social media, um, like, advocate person, like, because I, I know, like, I need to step back sometimes, um, just for my own personal, my own personal health, um, as we spoke about earlier, so, you know, looking for um, someone to do that, someone to employ on my team, to be able to do that, you know, um, someone that is great at, you know, at that. And, and that's what they're about. I have, you know, no issue with uplifting and edifying that person um, and, and, you know, supporting them and what they do. And I think that that's a really, really important aspect, um, the interdependence aspect um, of the community that we need to plug in and, and, and you know, just not be um, so competitive Yes. Uh, with each other you know we're already in business we're already competing with things, uh, people um, that has um, had 10 steps ahead of us um, so you know when it comes to us and we're building um, our community and building our capital within our within our community you know we have to learn how to to do that you know it respect everybody for what they are and their strengths and weaknesses um, and you know just definitely stand for something or fall for anything <laughs> Some of them 
you know, is gone to the Lord or whatever, but yeah. it's, it's our time to step up. And when I tell you, we get so discouraged sometimes not to have it or not to do it because of the lack of support we get from our community. Yes. And it makes us just, at the end of the day, we'd be like, okay, we have four kids or we have five kids. We're doing our job. But, you know, yes. thankfully, we have kids that that comes out. But y'all, it's important to support it's important to support our community. Like if you go to another community, you're gonna see people supporting each other. You're gonna see yes. different baseball games, kids out there doing whatever. Bring it to your community. Like bring it to the hood. Like if that's what bring it because before you know it, we ain't gonna have anything. And we're gonna always constantly fight in this battle of going 15 minutes out of our way or yep. for me it's 15 minutes from the hood to wherever for a child to play a sport or a child to be in an activity yep. and you can really drive two minutes at your at the hood park like exactly really I just really want people just to support support each other it's, it's no harm because you would go spend four thousand dollars at a white owned business or Asian owned business, but be afraid to spend that four thousand at a black owned business. We have to really support and love on each other, just as we do for other races. Because if we we're, we really are speaking like Black Lives Matter, which our life yes. it, it really matters, but we have to see that in our community. We have to look at each other and be like. I don't care. You know, we had past history of not liking each other. At the end of the day, you brothers and sisters. At the end of the day, if something happened to you, it's happening to me. Like, exactly. So we really have to support each other in a like. You can literally like somebody's page. You can literally share somebody's what they're selling. It's not all about buying what they're doing. It's just about spreading the love. And just share and I just challenge y'all to really the next black owned business that you see pop up on your newsfeed, share it. Just yes. share it. Just you can simply share if you want to add a comment, say shop or go follow. You can simply do that. I follow so many people that I don't even know. And it's okay. <laughs> I want them to win. Like, cause if you win it, I feel like I'm winning. Like you're gonna bring up the community. Like the more of us that stand up and be leaders, you yes. and next people in the next generation, definitely these youth be like, dang, I really can do that because it's somebody that looks like me that's out here doing it. And it's not nobody that's famous. Like we have Michelle Obama and she started off from the bottom. And she did. Southside Chicago. Girl. But if you can have somebody that's right there, that somebody you grew up with, or somebody that you see on a daily, like spark up like that, that's just gonna motivate them even more. Like, let them be. Let what I'm trying to say is like uh, Michelle Obama is, is inspiring. Like she yes. motivates to do more, and I know she motivates a whole lot of others. But if you can have somebody that's in your community where you can actually touch, and they blow up or just doing little things. You just don't know how you're going to change the hood in your community or how you're going to change the black community. And yes, I'm telling you, like our flag football, we will not have it anywhere else but in the hood because that's awesome. That's so awesome. Like, we want 
everybody to come. But in order for us to bridge the gap, we got to step out. We got to be comfortable. We got to stop being uncomfortable mm-hmm. situations and be comfortable. Make it, make it the norm. Make it your norm. Like make it, change it, girl. And I don't know. I'm just speaking a lot about this because it's just really like a couple weeks. Like last week, we had a, um, someone in our community, and she was like looking for. Who are the leaders in our community? I want to have something. Mm-hmm. I was frustrated. I was just like, I get frustrated easily. <laughs> okay. It's okay. <laughs> so we got you some breathing, breathing exercises. It's okay. I'd be having to be like, okay, calm down, girl. It's not that deep. But uh, <laughs> I'm like, we've been doing stuff here. I'm right here. You know, like, we're right here. Just bring your kids out or Y'all come and support us. Like, we've yeah. been dugging it for a long time now. Come on. And I had to really think, like, just teach them, like, how, like, go up there and let them know, like, hey, we're having this. Or, I don't know, use a new method of reaching. Yes. And yes. I feel like our, our method was so, social media, and then we will go door to door on certain events. But to get the people... Yeah. Because we're not, you know, you have the popular people that's in the hood, like, and those be the ones yes. always out, always you know, mm-hmm. in the streets. And we're not that type of people. We're respectful, right. but we're not that type of people. So we're going to get different type of clout. You're right. I just have to rethink, like, we need to just redo our method, like, just re strategize of how how we're going to reach our people because at the end of the day this is what we was called to do and we're not going to stop until we get them so and and that that's definitely important like you said you know that that strategy um you know on how we are going to change um you know change our people and that's that's definitely um you know um something i deal with as well you know as far as you know how to reach the people um and you know the different level of our people because like you say you know it's just it's just different levels um and 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 you have to you know figure out how to uh, navigate and relate in all different ways um and I think that you know what you said about it's forgiveness and it's really really important that we learn how to adapt forgiveness and um adopt unconditional love because you know, we have to understand we're dealing with generations of hurt people that have been hurt and they're hurting people and hurt and hurt more people. You know what I mean? So no one has ever gave them that 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 platform. No one has ever gave them that space to be hurt, to have that pain. Um, and I think that that's really, really important to to recognize and notice. Um, you know, I, 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 we're just now giving our grandparents that space and that platform to, you know, really talk up talk to us about what was going on when they were, um, you know, going through civil rights things and, you know, how they felt and just a lot of injustices. So um, I definitely want to, you know, just recognize that. And before I go, I definitely want to speak um, about just the the recent amount of um, lynchings and suicides that have been happening um, over the past couple of weeks. Um, and And it's been very, very challenging to, deal with um as a people um you know it's and they're still trying to instill that fear um you know even though we're making change um so I definitely want to just let you guys know I am here for y'all 
Um, you know, you're not alone with feeling, you know, like, oh, my gosh, like we're in 2020, you know, and we're dealing with our people being lynched, our millennials, you know, these are millennials being lynched um, by white people, um, which is a federal crime, by the way. Um, it, you know, it, it's, it hurts, like it hurts. And um, for me, it doesn't create fear. It, it definitely creates anger. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's, I just want to let y'all know, you know, we are here, we're dealing with it together and we have to fight this together um, to let them know, you know, that their lives were not in vain. And, um, you know, that these people doing all these ugly um, and hatred acts, um, you will, you know, you, you will not prevail. We will keep fighting. And yeah. like you said, we won't, we won't stop fighting um, until we get what we um, not deserve, but something, you know, just a, a human right um, that everyone deserves. But okay, yeah, I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really appreciate you coming on and um, dropping some dropping some knowledge and dropping some wisdom and some advice and everything to our listeners and also to me. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It's been super, super fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that wraps the end of this episode. Until next time, peace out. Bye-bye. <laughs>